0: A signature dish i am francesca orsini and i am hillary boone and today we have not one guest but two two guests two guests and they are here to tell us about the joys of living as roommates
1: Hi, this is debbie krug i'm from pennsylvania dutchland in a town known as nazareth home of martin guitar
2: <laughs> but right now
1: i live in burlington
2: yeah, I was going to say I'm from 27 and a half Washington Street. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm here. That's where I'm from. Yeah, I'm from, I'm from 27 and a half Washington Street. Should we have our address? <laughs> Smith is my name, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and I'm from Northern California and Vermont, though
0: born in Colorado. So, you you two you live together, you're not young
1: per se. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse you, (laughs) no, no, it's true. We've been younger.
0: No, my point wasn't that you're old, my point (laughs) is that maybe you've been living together for a long time. I think food is both an exciting part of being a roommate and also can be tense. And I was wondering... Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> this is a good topic. It's tense when I'm involved. <laughs> Surely.
0: I was wondering if you have any tips for maybe someone who's
1: going oh. to college
0: who hasn't been a roommate before.
1: Oh, yes. But probably other people have tips for me. <laughs> Someone should be open to receiving tips from others is a tip. Yes, yes, you should be open. I would say that's a number one tip is receive feedback from others.
0: Tips and pitfalls. Tips and pitfalls. <laughs> and Debbie, how long have you been living in the house?
1: Since, oh, um, like eight years, just about eight years. And
0: Kyle, how long have you been living in the house? Like two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Three
1: years.
2: Three years. Three years. Maybe keeps track of the comings and goings at twenty seven and,
0: and I lived in the house for all of I don't know eight months. Yeah, it's quick.
1: A very very positive eight months.
0: In and out. And Fran lived in
1: the house for <laughs> a month or so. I did. There was a mushroom crisis, if you recall. <laughs> yeah, there was a mushroom crisis in and Fran's previous house, in my home at the time, involving. People who were housemates having non-agreements on food. We're going to get off topic unless we're careful. But the important thing about living with roommates is that what some people are going to consider a crisis, other people are going to be like, please just chill out about this. It is not a crisis. Lots of idiosyncrasies will happen and people are... Probably unwilling to change on your timeline, even if you give them a very reasoned reasoned argument as to why it is or isn't a crisis. So I'm perpetually like, this needs to get used up, because I think it's been here for too long. And Kyle's like, no it doesn't. And she's always trying to catch me, and
2: like, you're just trying to use it up! This especially happens with things like in the pantry, you know? Because like I I actually find a lot of comfort in having like plenty of non-perishables because sometimes I get super busy and I don't go grocery shopping and I know that I won't have to eat out or starve because I have a number of things in the pantry that I don't eat on a regular basis but are there for when I need food and I haven't bought any recently. (laughs) So on the flip side... Debbie at one point, though no longer, at one point <laughs> saw all the food on the pantry in the pantry and was like, ah so that was a big clash, because I was like, don't eat the food if you don't want it. I want it there. I just want it to be
1: there, ready for me. I would undergo little special instances that I was called. I was calling clean out the pantry months, and Kyle would be like, no! Stuck the pantry!
2: Keep it stuck! And the only thing that, the thing that really changed it was that I just started to have my own pantry in my room. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. Then she found out of it, and she was like, what?! <laughs> And I was like, listen, it's fine. I found a really reasonable solution. I have space in my room and it makes me feel nice and it doesn't make you feel nice. So it's fine. Like I wasn't doing it as like a sabotage or a sneaky thing. I was just like, this is a very reasonable solution. And so then uh, basically she was like, this is outrageous. I no longer care if the pantry is full. (laughs) It's true. I no longer care.
1: However, I do still find, just because I've been living in the same house for a long time, and when people move out, they leave food items. And so, in particular, my friend Allison Kern, who lived in the house from 2008 through 2011, is often the person I'm calling back to when I say, I think this jam is from the Allison era! We need to use
2: up this jam! (laughs) Tip number two. Is. No, I think this is like four or five. I think we um, gave a couple tips. No longer
1: numbered tips. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Are that um, non perishables do eventually go bad, but not on a very quick timeline. And so just somewhat regularly take a look in there. I have a new tip. <laughs> new tip. New tip. <laughs> My Hot new tip. tip. Hot tip. Is that. If there's a package of something and you didn't buy it, you shouldn't open it. And if there's a package of something and you didn't buy it and it's already opened it, you shouldn't finish it. And maybe you can have some of what's in there. However, this doesn't really <laughs> work for eggs or milk or things that it just won't work to have however many different cartons of the same thing in the refrigerator. And so if it's something like like a dish that will be made and consumed within... One or two sittings, then it's that person's. But if it's if it's like an condiments, overall ingredient exactly. or bulk mm-hmm. items or condiments, then it makes much more sense to have those be communal. Although we just ran out of lime juice, and I was like, the lime juice would have been so good in the soup. Oh, had I but known.
2: So it's just a new this morning.
0: Just this morning.
2: I, I Who even fear...
0: runs out of lime juice in the morning? <laughs>
2: I put it in a smoothie. Oh. Weird. oh. <laughs> <laughs> We do. So communication. Yes, that's what and I was going to say. All of that, all of those details work for us, and we figured out they worked for us because we talked about it. And also, we have lived with multiple roommates, and so different people have different things that are important to them. So that's sort of an important thing when we're getting a new roommate into our house that we sort of talk about food specifically so that for that exact reason, so that we're not like having three cartons of eggs in the refrigerator because people are like, I only am going to eat my food, you know? Like, or, you or, know, there's only or so who, much space.
1: who buys the eggs? Is it always one person buying the eggs? Or, you know, is one person a vegan? It's like, I can't believe you monsters are eating the fetuses of chickens. And we're like, unfertilized <laughs>
2: fetuses. I, okay, okay, I have a new tip oh? <laughs> to add to it. What? Hot tip. It, has, it, it <laughs> has to do with commu- communication. Find out what your housemate's quirky thing is that's going to really bother them. That that helped when I moved in with you two is I was like, okay, what's the thing that like just is too much and it's a like a wacky thing? And then if you prioritize that over everything else, then yeah. like it's worth it because then it doesn't usually get escalated so fast. Mm. It's just like, oh, hey, have you noticed this? But if you know what their like weird, quirky, important bit is. Yeah, like
1: my mom... The whole house could be a mess, but if there was just a cup left in the sink, she would freak out. So all we had to do was just not leave a cup in the sink, and it was like, we still did it all the time, though, (laughs)
2: because... Or, like, if I saw either of your, like, quirky things, if I saw it, even if I wasn't a part of it, I would clean it up right away, or, like, get rid of it right away, because I would be like, ooh, this is going to, like, prevent a fight. (laughs) That doesn't need to happen. Sometimes fights need to happen, and that's good, and Mm -hmm. you can learn from them, but, like, some things, it's just like, that is oh, a, good, I can just fix that. That's a really good
1: pro tip. Learn things. the quirky thing. And that applies to just roommate living in general.
2: And then... But both um, of yours, I think, had to do with food.
0: What is mine?
2: Maybe the half and half thing? <laughs> yours kind of go went together a little, because, like, Debbie know. cannot stand food going bad that could have been being eaten. Like, it is a uh, big thing for This her. was actually... This was, like, her biggest thing. And you didn't want... Your food that you were gonna eat to be eaten by Debbie because she was afraid that you weren't gonna eat. It. So they yeah. they related to each other. So I they actually were like. So I was like, like <laughs> would encourage. My floor has happened because it doesn't last. <laughs> yeah, and so I was try. I tried to be. This is so funny to tell you because I don't think I've ever told you this when we were living together. <laughs> but I tried to be really good about. Like, if Debbie was like, oh, I don't think Hillary's going to eat that thing, being like, nope, she's going to eat it. And then being like, hey, Hillary, if you're not going to eat that thing, I'm just going to write, um, anybody can eat it. Is that cool? And you're like, yeah, totally. And I'd be like, great. So then I was like, if it doesn't say you can eat it, don't eat it. To peacemakers. So
0: another pro tip live with someone who spent their childhood
2: making Peace and Justice Radio and still so works for the Peace and Justice Center. Yeah, that's a, that's a good pro tip. But I, I was definitely like, I'm just going to spend my time trying to make the communication work better for you, uh,
1: like, visually. And then when it came to me and Kyle living together, her solution was to just keep all of her food in her room until I found out about it and was like, No! No!
2: Yeah, but I think it was a reasonable solution because I approached you about it, we talked about it, it, I understood where you were coming from, and I really did understand it. Like, if that stresses you out, I don't want to be part of that. And then I found my own solution. Right. And then that solution didn't work because you felt exactly too guilt. guilty about it, so then it was right. Guilt.
0: <laughs> What's the strangest, like, roommate hang-up about food of any roommate you've ever lived with? And it can be me. <laughs>
1: The weirdest hang-up I ever had. I'm pretty sure I'm the source of a lot of the hang-ups. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a little reticent to point fingers at anyone else.
2: <laughs> I mean, this is a little bit of a general one, and it's not just with one uh, housemate. I've lived with several people who are really strict about having the space be super clean when, when it, they're done, but also don't practice that. And... And uh, that's a that's a tricky one because I am sort of like, it's fine with me if it's not totally cleaned up afterwards, but it's harder for me when that particular person like takes up the entire space and then doesn't clean it up. And then when there's like one cup there is like freaked out. It's important to be Like inconsistency or like mm-hmm. hip, hypocrisy with food is a bigger deal than actually just being like. This always needs to be super clean, and if they're always super clean, then I'm like, okay, I can adapt to that, you know. Or if they're like kind of messy, I'm like, okay, I can adapt to that, you know. Mm-hmm. But if it's like hypocritical, that's the that's the trickiest part, I think. I mm-hmm.
1: want audience. That's members not food, really, though. To know oh, so that Kyle's hands are really involved in explaining this, <laughs> <laughs> and that you're sort of missing something if you don't know what her hands are doing.
0: Deb, Debbie, Debbie. Tell us your theory on... This was something when I moved in with Debbie that I was surprised about, and I thought, that's quirky as shit. But now, living here, I find myself replicating. Oh, no. Which is a balanced egg carton. Oh, (laughs)
1: God! I've taken... I've taken... If you're opposed to this, it's because you just haven't had someone, like with the right level of passion and, and tears swelling in their eyes, explain to you the importance of a balanced egg carton. So, um, I hope I hope we all can visualize what I'm talking about. I'll start with a negative story to illustrate <laughs> the dangers of an unbalanced egg carton. So, imagine that your teenage me... What was that like? <laughs> Do that more for me. I... Well, it's good to know that I have three siblings, and we eat a lot of food, and so there was sort of a free-for-all going at all times in my kitchen. And this included my mother, who's a nutrition teacher, who wanted us all to eat very healthy, healthily, and would mainly purchase pretzels and carrot sticks, and that was what we were supposed to be eating. And then my dad, who was (laughs) constantly trying to undermine her with cocoa puffs and... Uh, bacon and so (laughs) so he would he eats a lot of eggs and so my mother has high cholesterol and he doesn't and this is unfair and so he eats like scrapple oh oh here's the Pennsylvania Dutch coming out so he eats uh meat parts pressed together into a loaf what that's what scrapple is just, I'm not, no one knows what meat parts.
0: Is it, what does it come in? Do you buy it at the store?
1: It doesn't come in a casing like a sausage. It just comes in plastic. And then you sort of slice off a little slice and fry it up. And it's scrapple and it is meat parts. So he eats eggs and scrapple <laughs> and potatoes every morning. And this is extremely fattening. And he, he makes a pie a week, one pie per week. and he uses Crisco for that (laughs) not real butter where was I going with this oh Oh, okay and he were (laughs) I don't know but I'm happy with that okay so he also to this end purchases the 18 pack of eggs and then he he like goes through it as if it were a typewriter like first row ding second row ding third row ding and so this is an 18 pack, mm-hmm. and it's being emptied out from one end and one end, end only. And here I would like to say not being balanced, and that means that when you have a solid nine eggs left, it's very unbalanced. And so, say you go to grab the carton and you don't get a good hold on it, and it's like, oh, no! no, 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 no. <laughs> and then it just flips out of your hand, and you've broken nine eggs because of an unbalanced egg carton. And so, it's important. To have a balanced egg carton so that, so that it's easier to handle. And you can make a great geometric design <laughs> with the eggs. It becomes kind of fun at some point. So, um, and then it gets a little bit neurotic because then I'm like, no, 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 no. I have to have an even number. And I end up eating more or fewer eggs than I intended to, to even out the number. And I'm eating them in pairs of two, or if someone recently has taken one, no big deal, but I'm only going to have one to even it out. So, um, that's, so I usually only purchase the 12-pack and then just do the the checkerboard pattern to even my eggs out, starting on either end and then working my way to the middle, because mm-hmm. what ultimately cannot happen, and if you have two eggs left, that's fine. They should just be in the middle. That's the most balanced.
0: Oh, I've been doing it all wrong.
1: I start in the middle, because I have adopted... That's okay, that's okay. The, the balanced egg carton,
0: okay. which I Good. admittedly thought was the most ridiculous <laughs> concept to ever come into any home Yes, I've that's... But then you do it, and you feel... Because but I leave my two ends on on opposite.
1: Okay, holes. that's fine as well. Okay, as long as you're willing to deal with both of those eggs at the same time.
0: I like that the balanced eggs came out of
1: trauma. Yeah, it was big <laughs> trauma, and then it was like, oh, you broke all the eggs. Oh, like damn! Nine. Jeez. So now, my my next question
0: is. Did the balanced carton come out of your ingenuity
1: for never being in that position again, or was it prescribed to you? Like you know, no, no. I it was my my is... solution to this because I will tell you, Bob Krug to this day does not balance those eggs. <laughs> I have to go home and like that's the first thing I do is walk <laughs> and just rearrange the eggs. <laughs> It's like a reasonable balance. I crack a yingling and I balance the eggs.
2: <laughs> Do you balance eggs, Kyle? Yeah, but I always have. So what? I didn't think it was weird. What? Oh, yeah. kind Were of. you taught that or just neurotic? Like, I, I think, <laughs> I think maybe we, t- we talked about it as, as kids just because we didn't want to break eggs. I don't know. We, we also um, put eggs back in the carton a lot because we had chickens. So, like, when you put, so we weren't Mm -hmm. just taking them out. They were egg handlers. Like, we were putting eggs in and taking them out. So, you know, you put them in. And then I remember Debbie was like, you balance the egg cartons. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I didn't know this was a thing. And I also have, when I've lived with housemates, I just do it. I don't ever have to, like, instruct... I never felt the need to instruct people. Well, because you didn't have a trauma background. Did you... Because I'm it just felt so... I'm getting better. For people. It doesn't huh? matter. You fix much. it for people? Yeah. But not like I was like, oh, they're doing this wrong. I just... I just, because I didn't have a trauma background, so I wasn't like, they could <laughs> have this situation happen. Listener there advisory. There was no urge. This
1: is not real trauma. So. Small T trauma. There
2: was like, it was just like, I just like it that way, so I just do it.
0: See, something that I bring to roommate situations, which is negative, and maybe this is a pitfall kind of tip, pit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, is you don't want to... If someone rearranges your eggs because it's, like, the way it needs to be, mm-hmm. you don't need to feel like you've been made wrong or, mm-hmm. like, you're mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Right. There could just be a different way to do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Many so there be are being many... open
0: to that without being... Like, why is Kyle always up in my eggs?
2: In I was just thinking, like, what if someone... If I balance the eggs and someone was just, like, always changing them back? Oh, because like, that's I guess, what Morgan would do to I me. Guess. I thought it was
1: the funniest shit. I'm oh, like, I allowed to, I, would have to
2: <laughs> I guess I would have to, like, eventually just be like, hey, what's going on with the egg situation?
1: I mean, I will say that I do judge my father... Pretty harshly, because <laughs> he's the source of the trauma.
0: So, you're you're moving out. Yeah. Okay, so you're coming to the close of your time yeah. together. But
2: I'm well, I'm I'm like a, I'm like a well, going a block and a half away. Yeah. Oh. So I'll be over there. Also. So I'm looking for ways to bring her back in. Don't even worry.
0: <laughs> so you're committed to this this lifestyle.
1: this yeah. Community. Yep. But not Sharing.
0: Not at the same house. No, no, not at this
1: particular rental situation. I think it's best for us to to own a house. But I do want to continue to have roommates. And I want to continue to have positive eating experiences with them. so it's something that you're always working on
0: and that is all the time we have thank you so much for joining us you can check out our other episodes at itunes or at www.signaturedishpodcast.blogspot.com